This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMahon and Eric Barfell here with you talking about sweetness in your soul today because I read this verse and I've just been reading the Proverbs actually just to try to, I don't know, inspire, encourage, challenge. You know, I just like reading it because there's a lot of wisdom there and I was really just like sucking down these verses in Proverbs 16 and and I, actually, when I was first thinking about doing the show, I was going to do, hey, you know, read Proverbs 16. Tell me what your favorite verse is, kind of like, or which three, four verses did you really like? And then I decided I want to just stick to this one verse because it really is cool. Now, this is the, the English Standard Version of the Bible, and I double-checked the original language in this to see how it came down, and this is a really good translation of the verse. Uh, the wise of heart is called discerning, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. And we'll get to it. We're going to talk about the wise of heart, too. But when I think about that, sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Yeah, that's probably good to know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, so I think sometimes that I could be, whether it's matter of fact or, you know, even on social media, let's forget even the real world, just saying, oh yeah, right. You know, no, this, that, that. Okay. People sometimes don't want to hear that. They just want to hear, have a great day. Hope it's going well. How are you? Right. They don't really need an opinion or some snarky comment. So again, that sweetness. So we'll get to that. But it says, be wise, the wise of heart. And wisdom refers to this. The essential idea of the word represents a manner of thinking and attitude concerning life's experiences, including matters of general interest and basic morality. So wisdom would apply to how much money you spend. It would also apply to right and wrong. Either way, it kind of encompasses all of it. These concerns relate to prudence and secular affairs, skills in the arts, moral sensitivity, and experience in the ways of the Lord. It's basically knowing how to live, knowing right or wrong. I might even throw common sense in there. Common sense isn't all that common. <laughs> I find I, there are a lot of things I see. It doesn't have a lot of common sense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. No, I, it's funny you bring up um, sweetness of speech. Do you interpret that as the words you say, or do you hear that when you read that do you think of more so how you say well i think both are important i mean if you want to jump over there to that yeah the sweetness refers to honey it would then go to like sweet as honey that would be a word that it would use to describe so you know what honey tastes like it's a sugary it's sweet mm -hmm. the words would then be agreeable and smooth so being sweet and that means your words legit is like it is a word it's the speech it's your lips it's the things that come out of your mouth clearly is what the word means what is coming out of my mouth needs to be agreeable and pleasant mm -hmm. to increase persuasiveness in other words it's like the teacher's ability to persuade you to get maybe to help teach you something is going to go down better if you say it nicely if you say kind words as opposed to being harsh yeah. It's just easier to swallow like, uh, what I'm saying if I say it nicely. 
like a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine That's go good. down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get more bees with honey than uh-huh. uh, vinegar. I mean, I've heard that one a ton of times. So yeah, and they used to tell me that when I was younger, and especially like they described me as a bull in the china shop when I first came to Eagleville, because that's what they said, dude. You are you are a bull in the china shop, man. You just. <laughs> Run over everything. And there was some truth to it. You know, I think they didn't know what to make of it at first for some of them because that's not – clearly they weren't used to this kind of East Coast mentality of, come on, guys, you know, let's go. Mm-hmm. But I've had to learn, I think, over the years to, you know, be careful because sometimes you don't realize the weight of your words mm-hmm. and what you say. Like you don't, Like, you don't mean it that heavy. But it, it, either the way you said it or what you yeah. said, man, it hits them like a ton of bricks. And right. that's unfortunate because sometimes it's not your intent to, like, dump this trailer load of rock on somebody, but your words verbally can do it, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and sometimes you don't know um, the sensitivity of the people you're dealing with. Yeah, I'm, and I'm guilty of it. I mean, I know I'm guilty of it. So I like it because I do think it's a, a super, super good challenge. And it's not talking about, it's talking about, like, Sweet words. Not talking about being a sweet talker or somebody's a flatterer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're right, not talking, right. you know, somebody who's trying to manipulate you. Yeah, exactly. Is, right? Certainly, certainly. Yeah, we had a leadership group, actually, and uh, two words they were talking about is persuasion and example. And, and one of the young guys said that he felt the word persuasion almost seemed like you're manipulating. So we mm-hmm. all decided we liked the word influence better than persuasion. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that could be, you know, sometimes people just want to manipulate people yeah. and say it in such a way. Yeah. It's not really you. about them. Mm-hmm. It's still about you, right? Yeah, yeah. So no, then I, that would be manipulation. If I'm just trying to get you to do something that has nothing to do with you and it's something to do to benefit me, I would say that's manipulation. I would say the sweet words would be words that would build you up, words that would encourage, words that's just not, not about me. There's no skin mm. off my back. I'm not trying to make you do something to make me look better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, right. No, I'm legit trying to help you. Yeah. Right. No, when I was in college, we took, um, we had this, like, I forget what the class was called. We had to take personality tests, figure out your personality traits, your top five, whatever. One of mine was WU, which stands for win others over. So there's uh, basically a desire to be well-liked. Right. And, and not that I would do anything to, like, gain friends, but, like, I, I was still kind of am that extroverted, that outgoing. Like, I want to be well-liked. I want to, like, even in the last show we just did, I had friends in every category. Like, right. I had connections. It wasn't ever just, oh, I don't know anyone here. I'm just going to mind my own business. No, I don't know anyone here. I'm going to make friends. I'm going to try to make some connections. And, and not not just selfishly, oh, yeah, I want everyone to like me. No, you're friendly. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, And that's, that's kind of what it was. I'm curious to retake that again. I mean, that was a good 10 years ago or so to see how I, how I've changed and everything. But, uh, I, I don't know. I think back to that personality trait of win winning others over, um, in regards to the sweetness of speech, uh, and increasing persuasiveness. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think it's super, I think it's super important. I remember I took a personality test in seminary and the hilarious thing was every one of my class knew exactly where I was going to wind up. Yeah. And they all laughed about it because I mean, you go to seminary for three years with the same guys. Yeah. Right, You're in right. class every year. Like, you know, each other same pretty people, well and you yeah. love to bust on each other pretty well. It's like a nice tight pot of guys. Oh yeah. They were making so much fun of me, but, uh, it, it was great. You know, I loved it and I knew, you know, I knew, mm-hmm. yeah, knew sure, sure. you know, what, what, but we know what Bill is. So anyway, I would say that there are some people that I truly do admire 
they have such a sweet way of saying things, you know, especially when I see it on social media more than talking in person, but just, I can be, I like to be very concise. A lot of times when I put words of encouragement on a page I moderate for, and they, we were laughing about it the other day because I, I told them all, I, were, I think so hard of what one word I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Fantastic. Wonderful. Great. Yeah, right. And then I'm done. Like, that's my prayer. I'm going to give one word. I'm going to be as short as I possibly can be. I want to, I look to be concise. I don't. And then you find sometimes these people want to hear the backstory. They want to hear the backstory of where you were or what happened. And so I'm trying to be more open to that of not just saying paddled on Lake. Yeah. Right. 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 (laughs) Because that's what I would tend to do. I would put uh, Lakeshore Park. I would put Lake Erie and that that's good enough for me. Like I am a firm believer in let the picture speak for itself. If I have to explain to you what's going on in the photo, it's not a very good photo. You know what I'm saying? Other than mm-hmm. telling you where it is. But then on the other hand, I watch other people relate other Instagram friends of mine and they're like so sweet. And I realize I have to operate within my personality, not someone else's personality, but I don't know. There's something to be said for sweetness too. There's something to yeah. be said for man. I hope you guys have a great day. There's something to be said for going beyond just sure. Here's a sunset. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, I hope you guys are having a great day and I hope things are going well and I hope your weekend's wonderful and I hope you, do you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It's yeah. just different. It's just a different approach. So anyway, some of these people tell me that they have all kinds of people to communicate with them that they don't know mm-hmm. sharing their issues of life. Why? Because that person comes across like sweeter. Mm more influential, mm-hmm. more persuasive. Yeah, I mean, those are the kind of people right. you want to be around, though. I mean, uh, hopefully you all know somebody who you describe as a breath of fresh air. It's just encouraging right. to be around them. Right. You probably know a handful of people who, who being around them, it's like a gas leak. It's like just slowly killing all of us. Right. Like, it's the negativity, it just like a one-downer. They're always like, oh, no matter how bad you got it, they have it worse. <laughs> It's like, my word, this is terrible to be around. Right. Being around that, oh my gosh, it's, it's constant rain. Do you hear it in my voice? Like, it's not, it's not fun. It's not uplifting. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another one going right along with what you're saying. There are people that are very negative because of political things that are going Mm -hmm. on in the world. And so here's their idea of it. They put a picture They're They're now their profile pictures. Yeah. Right. And, and they think that's the way to win the world. Like in their world, this is the way I'm going to win the world. I'm going to be nasty. I'm going right. to tell you what I think, tell you how much I hate what's going on. And, and mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this, watch you. I'm going to show you, I'm going to put this stern face on. Okay. Well that changed a lot of opinions right there. Right. Cause I look at that and think, okay, I get it. We're on different parts of the political spectrum. You know, right. I'm conservative. You're a liberal. But if you really wanted to persuade anyone over to your position, I would start with a smile. <laughs> I would start with maybe yeah, you could right, be a right. little, come across a little bit nicer. But when I think of sweet words, I think of Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths. Only what is good for building others up as it fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. That's one of the great verses in the Bible. It's one that I wanted my kids to know well. It's one that I always want to remind myself mm-hmm. of. Just don't, not corrupt words and that's putrid words rotten words stinky words like you're saying like all that negativity and people just dripping Mm -hmm. you know with how negative and how terrible life is is that building you up like if i come and tell you how terrible everything is is that building you up 
No, no. And I, I think of the verse in Ephesians, you know, as long as it's called today, encourage one another, pass along a word of encouragement, build one another up. It's like, that's life giving that it's encouragement, of course. Yeah. So, yeah I like that. I like builds that verse. You up. It, yeah. it is, it is life giving. It's like, that's the people I want to be around. Yeah. You know, I, there was this dude I knew all, all through high school. Fortunately, we went to the same college every time. And like my, my buddies in college would talk to me. They're like, dude, you went to high school with him? I was like, yeah, why? They're like, every time I talk to him, I feel like I can just cure cancer, man. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, what a fantastic compliment that, like, it was right. so uplifting. He's always like, oh, man, keep your head up. Like, I know these these classes are rough and finals are coming up. Keep your head up, man. Get your work done. You can do it light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, this dude's right. Let's go. Like, right. every time you talk to him, you're like, where's the brick wall? I'm about to run through it right, right now. Right. It's like, it was, it was awesome to it talk to that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, so, yeah, it's like, that guy just embodied this this uh this scripture this scripture in Hebrews like right he's always gonna be encouraging nothing foul is gonna come out of his mouth nothing negative is gonna like exude right. from him well you just pointed out some positive words like positive words would be encouraging words yeah so if I want to be if I want more sweetness coming out and I'm thinking about that in my social media interactions I'm mm -hmm. thinking about that in my personal interactions who am I encouraging who am I building up. Uh, I think uh, kindness, words like great job, words of blessing, mm -hmm. all of those to me would be the kind of words that we were talking about. Yeah, those would be sweet words. Those are the kind of words I should say. Yeah. Yeah, I think in addition to that, encouragement is not always a thumbs up, you can do it, keep your head. I mean, sometimes it's a lot more um, like, a, like a general blanket say would be, hey, great job. Something more encouraging to me personally, like, uh, for example, if a sermon or something like if they said specifically, Hey, what you said, this phrase, I really like that. That really like, that's encouraging to me more so than, Hey, good job. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it's nice. It, it, it is encouraging. I appreciate it still, but it's like, you want to take a step further? Give me like a specific when you're thankful for someone. Hey, thanks for all you do. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. But like, what are you, what are you referring to? Give them like a specific. I'm right. really grateful that you were present in my life during this time. And like that meant a lot to me giving that specific example in my opinion is far more encouraging than just a blank blanket statement of a, of a thumbs up. Right. Hey, good job. What about two going along with all what we're talking about today? Sometimes you want to say what you want to say, not you, Eric, I'm saying you and in, in general, me, and so somebody could write you something they could say, oh, I had a doctor's appointment. And you might say, oh, yeah, I haven't been feeling good, too. But how did that relate to them? I mean, did you ask them if they're OK? Did you yeah. ask? That's one thing I try to be mindful of, that when somebody writes to me, that when I write back, like my next comment is going to take into account what they said. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Hey, hope you get better or hope that goes well, or that sounds great or really happy for you or right. something to me, those are sweet words. When you actually recognize and acknowledge mm -hmm. that you heard or read somehow sucked in what the person actually told right. you. Right. Cause it, people are going to feel valued when they feel heard. Right. And you hear them out. Right. And I think being gracious, not combative in our world today there's so many combative words that are out there and just slamming words. And you and I were talking about, even in light of the last show, before mm -hmm. we did the show, like the day prior, talking about how easy it is for people to sit behind a computer screen right. or right. on a keyboard and mm -hmm. slam someone and say things in, in that 
non-face-to-face way that they right. would never dare say it face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And if you wouldn't dare say it face-to-face, maybe you shouldn't say it. And I found I don't, I don't see a lot of value in arguing with people. I haven't in a long time, in many years. Even in college, I was losing interest in it, as argumentative as I can be. It's just like, what is the point of arguing Calvinism and Arminianism? Like, what is the point of arguing these points of theology with people? You, you're going to believe what you want as long as you right. can back it up in the Bible back it up in the Bible. We'll figure it out someday. I'm not here to argue about all that kind of stuff or right. that you have to see every single thing on this planet my way. So sometimes when you see something disagreeable and you will, I do see things mm-hmm. that I think are that's stupid. That's fake. That's not true. That's not, <laughs> it's just be nice, right? You're never going to reach people. You're never going to reach these people. If every time they say something, you jump them, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, I'm going to jump on that. I'm going to point out that inconsistency. I want to point out that's not really true. That's not what you said before. Why am I arguing with you all the time? You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. better just to be nice. And like I said, you're going to get a lot more win points. You're going to have a lot more influence and persuasiveness with that person if you truly care about them. And if you truly care about them, your words are going to be sweeter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So. Definitely. So I think that just graciousness, you know, I think of Jesus Christ coming full of grace and truth. Yeah, he spoke the truth, but he spoke it with grace mm-hmm. and he really cared. So that to me is a, is a huge one. So what would be a non-sweet word? What would you think? Like something that's like, okay, that is not what you want to say in that case. <laughs> Are you asking for yeah. a specific word? Not a word? specific okay. word, Because no. <laughs> uh, I don't know what word you're thinking of right now, so I can't no, say. I was confused. Uh, honestly, anything that, like you just said, like that comes across as just insensitive, that comes across out of touch, like, hey, I, I have this problem, and I just want to, like, I understand people need to, to vent for a second to get something off their chest. And if you say something that does not address what they just brought up, and you move it to yourself, that's, that just shows me you were not listening. Right. And that is very, in my opinion, discouraging. And common. Right. Isn't it? Exactly. I, no, I think it is. I think it's part of humanity because I've been there plenty of times before. And I'm like, I'm telling people they don't listen as they don't listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And have no clue what I just said. I'm like, this is exactly what I'm saying. Like, I'm actually telling you, you don't listen and you're not listening while I'm telling you, you don't listen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that it's, that can be an issue for sure. I think if you kind of blurt out like all oh, tough, get over it, stop being a wimp. Right. Yeah, I mean, there there is time to say toughen up cupcake. You better say it nicely. I'm yeah. sure there is a time yeah. to say, hey, come on, you know, we can handle this. It's not that bad. Yeah. We got this, you know. Um, But there's also a time, I remember when I was younger and I was working at this church like 70 hours a week, and I told the one spiritual leader we had in the church, I'm like, man, and I have young kids. I'm like, man, I'll tell you what, 70 hours a week, like I'm getting tired. This is what they told me. I don't even want to hear about it. I worked a hundred hours a week when I was your age. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, okay. the comparison game really sucks. Okay. Okay. I didn't personally, I didn't really care for that guy. Right. To be honest with you. Like I was not close to that person because you couldn't possibly be close to them because they were strictly about themselves. They had no care for what you were going through. Mm-hmm. They weren't concerned about your family. They weren't, they were, but they were very concerned about them, their appearance, what people... Yeah, it was a problem. And it's one of those things, like, I just really, when I read that verse, 
going back to it, the wise of heart is called discerning and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness, man. It just really was a great verse for me. I just love it. I'm like, yeah, great. Just be nice. That's all you have to do. You don't have to argue. You don't have to point stuff out. Just mm-hmm. Bill, you need to be a nice human. Yeah. Tell people the truth for sure. But you just need to be a nice human being. Right. And let that be your reputation. And then when you have to take on a hard topic, they're going to know that's not, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, once in a while, the guy's going to say something, but most times, I mean, he's just super encouraging guy. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but the enemy multiplies kisses. kisses right. So, yeah, no. I'd... From a friend, from someone you know is your friend. Right. You can trust what they say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Cause, because they have this relationship built. We're like, I know I can trust them. They can trust me. We have an authentic relationship. When you're in my corner... You can say what you want because I, I know you're only saying it to make me a better human being. And everyone right. has blind spots. Everyone, none of us get it right all the time. Sometimes we come across in a bad way. We just didn't know it. We owe somebody a phone call, whatever. Hey, you know, you need to take care of this. Yeah, you're right. That I don't mind at all. I think that, like you said, that's a great thing. Wounds of a friend. Sometimes mm-hmm. not every word is going to be touchy feely. Yeah. Right, right. You know, butterfly kisses. Exactly, exactly. But my word should be seasoned with salt, as the Bible says, mm-hmm. or gracious, you know, and seasoned with that kind of lovingness, if I can put it yeah. that way. So, again, encouragement is not always a thumbs up, you can do it, but it's a, I know you're in my corner. I know you're, it might feel like opposition, but like, I know you're doing it to strengthen me. As the Bible right. says, iron sharpens iron. Well, there's going to be some friction right. when iron is sharpening iron but it gets sharper. Right. So, so I with, do you like that thought with that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's going to hurt, but like we're going to become sharper because of it. So it's right. not always as opposition. But, but I do want to say this. I've never actually tried to sharpen iron with iron to be honest yeah, with you. I don't even know what kind of iron they had as opposed to the iron we have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah, I've never actually tried it, but I understand the theory. We sharpen each other mm-hmm. that I definitely understand. Anyway, Thanks for tuning in. We super appreciate it. Have an awesome week. Have a blessed week.